What is going on, everybody? Thank you to all those that chose to tune in or click or whatever you decided to do today. Today is Wednesday, hump day, halfway through the week. I'm excited about this. This is brand new for me, so you're going to have to forgive me a little bit if there's a little bit of hiccups going on, if I repeat myself, if I stutter, totally out of my realm. But, you know, with every opportunity that you can get, let's just jump right into this. So, what this is, is Todd Talks. Not a ripoff of TED Talks or anything like that. Just don't have a better name for it. So, as of now, it's Todd Talks. Well, I basically just talked to myself for however long this podcast is going to be. I'll talk about various Miami sports, you know, Florida sports, talk about how, you know, there's just different stuff going on in the world right now. Right now, just came back from Publix, absolutely no water because for some reason people still live down here in South Florida and they still freak out about hurricanes. For me, honestly, back in high school, this would be kind of like a hurricane party. Go out to the beach, do whatever type of shenanigans you would do until the cops kick you off. Hey, you know, that was fun for us. We're used to hurricanes down here. You know, we we grew up not hearing all these stories about Hurricane Andrew. Then there was Wilma and Katrina. So, you know, hurricanes kind of aren't just a minor thing now. But anyway, enough of this random talk. Let's just jump straight into the podcast. So today, we're going to talk about various things being Miami Hurricanes, the Miami Dolphins, the... I don't know why we're going to talk about the Marlins. This is probably going to be a short segment. Um, You know, those that do follow sports know that the Marlins suck. I know that the Marlins suck. Why do I choose to follow them? I don't know. I just... I follow the Marlins. It is what it is. Uh, we're going to talk about the Florida Panthers. Not too much going on with them. Uh, you know, season is starting soon. Uh, I think the game opener is on my wedding on October 5th, so I won't be able to do too much with the Panthers. They are looking pretty good. Uh, and, you know, depending on the time that we have left, I'll jump straight into random things, uh, whether it be video games, talking about some people I know, talking about possibly, you know, fantasy football coming up. We'll see. So, First and foremost, just want to state, it's all about the U. Miami Hurricanes played against Florida Gators. Possibly the worst football game I've seen. I'm not going to sit here and talk crap about Florida because Miami did just as bad. I am going to go ahead and take a takeaway from this. The only takeaway that I think we can take away from it. The fact that Florida is a number eight team. And Miami was an unranked team. Brand new team at that. I will add that. They are a freshman team. The fact that we were only able to hold them to 24 points versus 20. Granted, there was a lot of mistakes that could have possibly won the game for us. Bubba somehow missing that 10-yard field goal. I still don't understand. I think that was the problem beforehand, too. Was he just continued to miss field goals. But we're not on Bubba today. We're going to forget about that. We're going to go straight into Mr. Williams. Freshman. Red shirt freshman. First start of his college career. The boy went 19 for 30 passes. 220 yards. One touchdown. But the most important thing, no interceptions. Now, offensive line coach Danny Enos came out. I want to say yesterday or the day before. 
and pretty much blamed the loss on Williams. I get it. I get it, coach. I'm not a coach, all right? You know, that's why you're in that position, and I'm here talking about it. I don't really know much about what you do, you know? I'm pr- I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the season, but at the end of the day, you can't sit there and say that we lost because of Williams. Granted, it was an average ball game, but the man's first start was that game. He's never, I think he's played maybe once or twice beforehand, like just a snap. But the fact that this kid started on possibly one of the most controversial college off-seasons of all time. Tate Martell transfers from Ohio State. QB1, right? He, Mr. I'm going to get the job. Everybody was hype about him. I'm not going to lie. I was hype about him. But the fact is that the man came here and assumed that he was going to get the starting position. Don't get me started on Okosi Perry. Started off pretty good last year, but I I don't know what happened to him. It was like a dumpster fire, and it just decided to blow up after that. But the fact is that Jaron Williams started, got sacked 10 times. Yes, he got sacked 10 times, and we can't solely blame Williams. It's a team collection thing, and that's what football is mainly about. It's a team effort. You had your left and right tackle that... Didn't contribute too much. Granted, they are freshmen. But they just look so fatigued by the end of third going into fourth quarter. And it's just, you, you got to kind of give them a break, you know? You can't expect them to continue getting pass rushed, pass rushed, pass rushed. Pass rushed. There you go. Ten sacks. I believe that's Florida's all-time high for sacks in their entire college history, good for them. Good for them. But that win was nothing to celebrate on either side, except Miami. The fact that we have such a young team and that we are able to look that good, I'm hoping that Williams comes forth as a leader, as a freshman at that, and leads this team. The team looks solid. Granted, they are making rookie mistakes. We can all relate to our first time starting our first job, making the minor mistakes. But repetition and just time, and you end up getting it. It, It's just, it's a cycle of life. If they continue making the mistakes, you know, go ahead and take them out. You know, we've had past quarterbacks that would continue making major mistakes, and you keep putting them out there, and they keep making that same mistake. So, you know, it's just... Let's just make sure that we have this morale boosted up like the offseason and continue pushing on. Defense, on the other hand, looked amazing as always. That's why we're an elite defense. And I have a feeling that's probably why we were able to hold Florida to 24 points because of our defense. Granted, we had one of the cornerbacks that did get suspended before the game. You definitely felt that on one of the, the deep balls that Franks decided to throw. Uh, don't get me started off, Franks. I'm not even going to talk bad about Franks. You know, I wish him the best. No reason to get hype about bullshit plays. Oh, I cursed. Whoops. Ha. Nothing too special about their offense. They do have a good running back. They did make a couple of ta- of good plays, but that's just because the defense didn't know how to tackle. I, they froze up. It's like their computer programming decided to freeze, and that error message came up saying, oh, program decided to stop working 
it is what it is. But defense did force two fumbles and had one interception. The new turnover chain did look way better than last year. A little upset about last year's turnover chain still because it didn't have that old-fashioned corn cob pipe or whatever it was called. And now the touchdown rings. A little blingy. Continue to show off that Miami douchebaggery, which why I still love Miami, just because, you know, we'll we'll be sitting in that kitchen with the fire just around us, and we'll be that dog with the newspaper saying, this is great. Because no matter what, each season, they still bring that, <clears throat> no matter what, you know, the Al Golden years, the Mark Rick years. Thank you, Mark Rick, by the way. You did give us a great first year when you were here. That Notre Dame game was great. Me and my father got to go to it best football game other than probably the Dolphins versus Oakland last year when they decided to do that trick play regardless that's all I'm going to really talk about Miami for now week zero you could definitely tell they weren't ready hopefully then not this week but next week when we play I believe North Carolina hopefully we get some stuff going on I'm sure they're going to definitely work on some of the kinks push forward boys and I'm sure we're going to do great this year And I definitely see some type of progress coming in. Moving on to the Dolphins after this. Welcome back, guys. So last segment, we decided to talk about the Hurricanes. Now we're going to move on to our pro team in Miami, the Miami Dolphins. Still kind of don't know where we're going with this. Brian Flores came out cut a couple people now there's trade talks about getting rid of kenny stills tonsil kiko i don't understand why we're gonna get rid of kiko kiko is possibly one of my favorite defensive players other than howard um you know the the whole dilemma between brian flores and kenny stills i just i'm not i'm not gonna dive into it uh, it just seems fishy that how are you going to play Jay-Z one day and say that you want Kenny Stills to perform and now two days later it's going to come out that you're trying to trade him. I'm not a part of your guys' operations nor do I have that inside to see what you guys are thinking. Maybe there's better talent. Maybe you guys are really just trying to start all over again. But the main question on everybody's mind is Josh Rosen, the Hebrew hammer, slinging quarterback that we picked up over in the offseason. Should he be a starter? I personally think yes. Granted, you do have Fitzpatrick, who's been in the season for like 100 years. I've He's been to every team. I think he's actually played for every team. I don't know. Regardless, let Fitzpatrick teach Rosen. You have leadership right there. Fitzpatrick's played numerous games, way more games than Josh Rosen. Let Fitzpatrick mold Rosen to lead a team. So that means start Fitzpatrick maybe the first three games, let Rosen get in a couple of times, take some snaps, see what it's like, see how he is. And then by week three or four, go ahead and just throw Rosen in and see what you got with the young quarterback. The whole tanking for Tua, I don't agree with personally, just because you can't jump to conclusion that Tua is going to come, that Tua is going to be good this year. You just, you got to play devil's advocate. You got to look at it one way and then look at it the other way. 
So that's why I think you have possibly something good with Rosen. So Rosen's last preseason game, he went four for five passing, 52 yards, including an impressive 39-yarder on a rollout and a solid outing during the preseason so far. But the one highlight was the 99-yard touchdown drive. That, yet again, Rosen, we don't really know too much about. We're not able to see too much with him. But let's see what happens going forward with Rosen. I have a great feeling about him that he's going to do something good. I'm going to go to... We don't even have anybody overrated on our team, so I can't even do the overrated. Underrated. Mark Walton Jr. That guy deserves way more credit than he's getting. I have not heard his name mentioned once. Except maybe like a highlight here and there. But the fact is that this man's got his second chance and he continues to pour his heart in 100%. If I remember, if, if I can recall, he scored a touchdown every game this preseason. Mark Walton, I'm supporting you 100%. And I hope you get the starting job over Drake. <laughs> I said Drake. Whoops. <laughs> over Balazs. I think Drake's in there too. I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't really seen too much of that guy. So, like I said, trade rumors, Tonsil, Stills, Kiko, and Rashard Jones. Could it possibly be for Clowney? We don't know. Let's just see what keeps going forth. Next podcast, hopefully I'll be able to jump right into it. Next, talk about Panthers. Rawr. What's going on, guys? So far, we've talked about the Hurricanes, the Dolphins. Now we're going to go on to the Panthers. Not much to really talk about. We did get a new coach over the offseason, Coach Q, which is kind of like the Bill Belichick of hockey I keep hearing. Don't really know too much about him. Um, You know, we do have a young team coming in. There's not too much news about the, the Panthers, which is good. You know, no news is good news. Uh, we did recently get a trade. Um was Gustav Boroman. Uh, he was traded to the Florida Panthers for future consideration. <sighs> we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, not too much to really talk about with the Panthers. And just to add into this segment, the Marlins, going to keep it short. We lost again. Apparently, Urania is going to become the Marlins closer. Don't know how I feel about that. And... Is Chin still on the roster? Wayne Chin, Mr. I get paid all this money to do nothing. But hey, you know, that's just me hating. I wish I can get paid millions of dollars to just sit in a dugout all day and have no skill. Anyway, so that's that. Going to close out this podcast with miscellaneous stuff got five minutes to try to talk about it miscellaneous new games coming out got to try out the modern warfare alpha beta that came out looks really impressive uh you know they're they're really trying to change how modern warfare looks and i like how the approach is and i think that's just you know that they're making it more realistic it's not this 12 year old jumping around anymore doing the the whole 360 no scope montage 
you know, we we've majority of us have grown up with video games, especially the Call of Duty franchise, uh, you know, Halo franchise. So, you know, to see them really come back, change Modern Warfare the way it is, um, you know, I'm looking forward to what they have planned with that. Uh, recently got the new Madden. It's literally the same thing. I don't know why I spend money every year on on EA games. It's they, they take the same game, recycle it, and add one new feature. Which I believe this feature is uh, the superstar star thing, traits. It, it It's stupid. It's basically you create a trait for your superstar and... It makes the game that much better. Hey, you know, last year they they marketed over two hundred million dollars on Madden 19. How is it that you guys have all this money and yet it's still the same game? Call me stupid. I still go out and buy it. It's just I like football. You know, if they had a rugby game, I'd be out there playing a rugby game instead. But we're talking about Madden, so. Just because I don't really want to talk about it because it still frustrates me. I'm going to talk about the only one that I do play in that game, and that's QB1. QB1 is great just because I play franchise. I usually play as quarterback. So it's great to see interaction with your quarterback. It's no more of this. You just go in, you play the game, you play the game, you play the game. You win the championship, boom, 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 you start over. It's it's just, it's it's on and on and on and on. At least now you have interaction from different players within the league. They text your phone. You can talk smack. You can praise them. You know, it, in the first year, you're, you're talked about through the sports network how you're a rookie quarterback that barely won a championship if you decided to win the championship, and you go from there. So... QB1 was a great addition. I think I'm going to hold off next year from buying Madden unless if they really vamp up the gameplay and stuff. I still suck at Apex and Siege. I don't know why I continue to play those games. Uh, I get maybe like one kill once a week uh, versus some other buddies that I play with that decide to sweat and they get like 23 kills in a matter of three games and i just i want to take my controller and throw it at my playstation um you know it's just a matter of time that i probably do throw my playstation through the window because of how bad i am at games but that's either here or there or there or there or bear 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 Anyway, guys, that's it. I have no more material to talk about for now. This was pretty much just a test run of the podcast. I, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to wait a little bit on feedback. Hopefully next Wednesday I can get a second edition in, you know, hopefully this becomes a weekly thing where you hear Todd talk and, uh, you know, I, I appreciate those that will support me, even those that will, you know, hate me or disregard it. Uh, you know, just, you know, with how everything's going right now, we all need some type of vent or something to keep us going. Uh, you know, the world is becoming a very dark place. So, uh, you know, I hope I can put a smile on some of your guys' faces, you know, basically an outlet. Uh, anyway, that's enough of Todd's talks. I'm sure majority of you guys are tired of hearing me talk. 
Love you guys. Be safe. Be well. Make sure you love one another. I will talk to you guys all next week. Boom, boom, boom. See y'all.